And welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, RFK Refugees Podcast. Ted here, John here. Sorry, that might have been a little bit rougher of an intro than I wanted it to be. But that's kind of the state of DC United right now. Am I not wrong, John? You're not really wrong, no. No. <laughs> you had more, We had more intros than shots um, last game, so there's there's that going on. Yeah, and apologies. It appears like my video is really kind of jumping a little bit, um, so I apologize for that. Have that's to. True have to figure out what's going on with that i might just switch switch my video really really uh really cheaply because i think the app i'm using is not working properly so hey there we go that looks a little better not jumping as much um yeah man uh i don't really know where to begin right now so i'm gonna kind of let you i do you do again you you go ahead yeah, you go right ahead you jump right into it <laughs> yeah so instead of i, I realized this when i well, guessed it on james show uh last week People should really plug the stuff they want to plug at the beginning of the show when everyone's listening instead of the end of the show. There you so go. So we're going to start doing that now. So if you guys want to support the show on Patreon.com, we'd love it. If you like the show, if you like the YouTube, uh, if you like the Instagram halftime shows, postgame shows, if you like the mini show, uh, it would be great if you could support us, throw a couple bucks our way, or Patreon.com slash RFK Refugees or RFK Refugees.com. Um, more to promote. Uh, we sometimes do Instagram shows uh, if we have somebody to interview. I'll never do one by myself because that's horrible <laughs> and I wouldn't want to expose anyone to that at all. Uh, but if we have somebody, we'll, we'll let you know and it'll probably be on Wednesdays. Uh, so keep that in mind. I think we're supposed to have Donovan Pines on here pretty soon. So uh, that would be great, particularly on the back of his really good run uh, in the team. So uh, that's what we're going to start doing. We're going to start talking about the things we want to make sure you hear at the top instead of 45 minutes from now. We're actually like we're actually planned. We're actually planned this time. John, John wrote a really nice rundown. No, normally, like I'm, I am not a planner. I am a riffer. I, I just go off on tangent. As you probably know from the show, John actually is like a planner. He's organized. He's got a kid, which is probably you know playing. I'm juggling. In, what's that? I'm juggling. You're juggling. Yes. Holding a kid and writing a rundown. <laughs> so so let's let's. I, I wanted to get into the Bill Hamid situation first before we even got into the game because everyone saw the game. And there isn't too much to deconstruct about the game. So let's start with the thing that may affect this team more in the middle to near term, potentially. <sighs> so some people who are not, I don't know, nerds who are looking at who uh, who certain players are faving and retweeting on Twitter, uh, say you're like a normal person. You don't realize this. Um, that's why we're here, because we're take, we're keeping track of that. Bill Hamid, uh, he of the uh, missing games for fitness after only missing one. Uh, and for being late to practice uh, the week prior, uh, has been liking a whole bunch of tweets from DC United fans about how this team no longer has any um, ambition and how he needs to move on and how the time is right to go and how there's just no money. There's no money behind the team anymore. All things that, you know, if you were on Reddit, it's almost like Bill's a, a like a shadow Reddit poster based on <laughs> sort of like the criticisms that he was he was faving. Um, he took DC United out of his uh, Twitter bio the uh wow the i didn't know that open. part of it that that part mm -hmm. is i miss mm -hmm. i miss that part I, I i saw him faving a bunch of stuff but uh but yeah wow. this is this is that's like the putting it's complicated in your facebook relationship status like yeah. this is that's a thing that's a change um so that uh could be bad uh here's i actually ca called in the tried and true post game show last night after the game to talk about bill and uh i, th I think it was sam asked what would how would you feel if uh bill is traded to another team within within mls versus being transferred out and going somewhere else 
And I did not have a fast answer. And after I sort of probed my feelings a little bit for it, I was like, oh, no, that would that would suck a lot. <laughs> I would I would hate that. I would hate that much more than if he would go literally anywhere else in any other country. Uh, the thought of him playing for like, I don't know, any pick a team, any team, really, any team that exists yeah. that we may face again. That would really, really bum me out. But uh, again, all conjecture. None of this could be true, although it's probably a good bet that he's not missing these games for fitness reasons. Uh, that's some malarkey. Um, it's certainly not what's going on. Uh, but other than that, we don't know anything. But there's something to definitely keep your eye out on. Ted, what are your what are your thoughts on this speculation? This is a situation. If this were any other top league in the world, England, Germany, France, wherever, you would have seen, you know, there are probably three or four media people that are involved in the team. There's national coverage. There's probably a local paper. You know, in you know, if if something's happening with Leeds United, the local paper in 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 Leeds is covering it and and has somebody with an ear to the ground. Um, I, I think this is a we would probably know something. We would probably be hearing something, rumors, something. If this were you know, we would have you know a figure such as a- Adam. Um, I'm trying to think of like a, a a prominent like reporter who always has his ear to the ground. I I can't think of one right now in, in another sport. Um, who would have sort of zero the ground and say, "Oh no, this Bill is Bill is uh, frustrated with the direction of the team, and thus he has decided to take himself out of games. He's demanding a trade. He's demanding a transfer out of DC." Um, this is a case though where you have, you know, let's say I'm going to say one and a half reporters that are maybe covering this team that have connections that have leads that aren't, you know, guys maybe writing for MLS that aren't guys maybe coming in to do like a post game real quick, and that's really Stephen Golf, and you know we could probably throw um, throw Pablo in, into that mix, but Pablo is also now more of a national, you know, media coverage. I, I would say he still does a lot with DC, but maybe he's not. You know, who knows how involved he is? You he know, still breaks day, news though in the day to day. He'll he'll yeah. still be he'll still be the one that he, he can they'll they'll call him like he has good yeah. relationships with all of the sources around this team. So. And, and maybe that's kind of maybe saying, well, you know, I feel like and, and maybe Pablo has been asked. Maybe he knows something and has been asked not to do it. And the reason I don't bring up Stephen Golf is. Um, uh, Stephen Golf and Bill Hamid do not have the best relationship. No, <laughs> um, they they uh, this is made. I don't know how many people are really familiar. Um, there was a situation that happened back. In, I, I think it was before he left for uh, for Denmark. Um, I think it was over the. I think it was actually over his contract and and whether he agreed or not. And um, I think Stephen Golf was uh, Bill got upset. I think over who Stephen Golf talked to. Um, so there's sort of a very icy relationship uh, amongst between Stephen Golf and, and Bill Hamid. So I think that's another reason why maybe we're not hearing what's you know what's really going on because this is fishy. At first it was kind of like oh you know fitness okay, you know I I thought maybe it was him protesting. You know he has been very very active in the Black Lives Matter movement. I thought maybe that was it. Uh, I, again I think this is this is a case where there's not a lot of media attention and so Ben can sort of. Get away with oh it's fitness he'll be you know he'll be back, and but the fact he's being non-committal the fact he, the, the 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 Twitter the Twitter likes the fact that he took DC out of his bio um, I'm gonna this went from maybe there's a little bit of smoke to uh, that there's something burning underneath that underneath that uh, that box you got there uh, Ben uh, can, can you tell us what that is please can someone shed some light on what this is because if if, if we get fifty paid new Patreon donors I will call in. 
to the next uh, pregame conference, which I can do. I have that ability, and I will, I will, I will straight ask Ben. I, I will ask him. <laughs> there you go, guys. Fifty one. You it can be a one dollar contribution. Yeah, yeah. Get fifty. A, donate a dollar to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash RFQ Refugees. RFQ Refugees.com. And you need and to. It's, it's to sort of pay pay my uh, my uh, therapist bill when Ben just rips the soul out of my body for asking him uh, <laughs> live on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. This is this is this is if this happens. If this is what it if what it appears to be, it you know maybe this is nothing. You know I I wonder what the reason is because Bill Hamid is a is one of those guys I don't think any of us had on our, you know, 2020 prediction play card, Bill Hamid demanding a trade away from DC. Because I mean this is a guy who 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 has been with this club, been with this club since the beginning, other than his stint in Denmark. Um been with this club in the beginning, a guy who really loves this team and loves this club and you know he's he's been in the fan, he's been in the stands. This would be a very, very sad way to see this end. Uh this would be a a really really of all the things that we were unsure about i think goalkeeper were like all right we got that set you know bill's gonna be there bill's gonna be solid bill's gonna be good uh and you know i i i don't know if maybe ben is looking at maybe how chris seitz is playing and saying no there's i no, hope not i yeah, hope that's yeah not i hope not I hope that's not it but i mean seitz has been good he's been good uh, i i would say this like i think that's uh, i think that's well spotted that this is a, this is a player that has dc united in his blood yeah as much as Ben does, I think those are those are two guys that like this. This team is their their identity in a lot of ways. But if Bill is leaving for the reasons of the of the tweets that he's faving, like if it's about disinvestment in the team, if it's about a lack of ambition, if it's about a lack of style, that's like the most fan based reason to leave a team ever. Yeah, like that's yeah. the that would be extremely on brand if that's really why he's leaving. And if it's not about money, if it's not about you know the national team exposure or anything like that, but. Watch the space. I, honestly, if he goes, I would not. Uh, I'll be up. I'll be sad. Yeah, I'd be upset in some ways, but also like I will absolutely understand it. I would not begrudge him at all. He came back when this team appeared to really, really go for it, um, signing an international superstar, albeit an older one, but still one that could produce. It, the team had a different feel around it. Now it's different vibes. Uh, obviously, COVID has a lot to do with that. But if he decides it's time for him to move on, I get it. I hope it's not within MLS. I hope he. I hope we don't have to see him again and play against him. That would that would be more emotionally bothersome uh, than just have him having him go play at like in Bury or some lower division in England. Um, but I, I don't know. We you know we can't do anything about it. I just uh, it, watch the space. It will develop here pretty soon. I think uh, if if Chris Seitz continues to start every game, the, granted the fact that he's done well makes it a little bit easier to 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 like obfuscate. If he if he was conceding like five goals and Bill was still not making the 18, then then we have to really, then we would have to really believe that this is completely going to happen. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it, you know, he hit the note on it being sad. He hit the note. I mean, w w the question I think was brought up: which which would you prefer? Would you prefer him being traded to? Uh, would you prefer him being traded in the league, or if you prefer him sold in Europe? I would honestly love him, love him, love it if he was sold elsewhere, not yes, in the please. league. Get it, you know that that's what I would love. I think the more likely scenario is that he's traded within the league because I'm not sure yeah. DC would want a serious would want a. I would say even if he's demanding a transfer, they would want a pretty considerable transfer fee. Um, and I would I would state that that could be that could be a reason. And I also wonder, um, 
you know, uh, we have a, a Kaya McCullough uh, out of the spirit who recently uh, asked to be released from her spirit contract. Uh, I mean, she wasn't getting a whole lot of playing she had time. No minutes. She has not made. She has not made a raw. She's only made the roster, I think, once. But she cited. Uh, she cited sort of the the way the country is now. Um, a lot of the uh, a lot of the ab- the racism we're seeing amongst our amongst our national leaders. Uh, the what we're seeing in our society. She cited that. She did cite that in her notes um, as a reason why she wanted to get out of the United States. Um, I don't know if she would have been saying that if she was making the starting eleven every week. Though. Yeah, that's that's true. But you know that that's another thing to be. I mean, Bill has been another guy has been very very vocal, um, and I wonder if maybe this is part of it as well. Is he's like he's looking at what's going on in in our country and he's saying, I don't really want to be here anymore. Um, he doesn't want to wear a mask anymore. Well, yeah, he wants to go out and eat in restaurants. <laughs> oh, he he has had some pretty, uh, I'll say off color tweets, but maybe not like. Uh, most woke about uh, immunology and uh, epidemiology tweets yeah. uh, in the last month or so. So maybe he is really he's, he's about he's, he wants to and, get out of here anyway. And, and, and this ends up being something that's really personal. Then we're very sorry. Yeah, we're yeah. Bad. We're <laughs> fake journalists, so we apologize if that's the case. But since we're not actually, but well, I mean, the like, question, of course, is what else are we got to talk about this team? We got to talk about the game. The, let's the zero, do that. Zero what, a, what, a, what an opportunity to transition. <laughs> so uh, DC United makes history once again. Uh, DC United is the second team in MLS history to uh, register no shots in an entire game. Zero shots, zero shots on goal. I believe about 35% possession for the game. Maybe it was 37, 35. 30%, I think is what I saw. Not good. Very not nope. good. <laughs> Obviously uh, bad, in fact. Well, we can we could go on record. I want I feel comfortable sticking out that far and saying it was, in fact, bad. Um, but as Ted pointed out, Four, four points from two. Um, uh, <laughs> I backed away. Is, I backed away from Twitter because I knew there would be a response, and there was. Which is um, mathematic, which is mathematically and to the rules of soccer correct. That is that is what happened. Um, now let's let's dig a little bit into that. So we happened to to a ninety seven minute miracle deflection goal by Eric Sorga gets us three points in New York, a game we did not deserve to get points in, but we did. So therefore, you deserve it after you get it. You're like, yep, it's always us. So that's that was the offense. There was three shots on goal that game. So, you know, way more than the the, the subsequent game. A three hundred percent increase. Three hundred percent more. <laughs> still not good. Still not. Still bad. Um, but it was said after the game, like you know, this was a this was the game plan. We know the Red Bulls were going to be, you know, more of a challenge. Uh, and it was it was very much like indicated like the game against New York City will be different. Um, it was it was not it was not different. Um, uh, in fact, it was slightly more. Uh, if, if, if from a setup perspective, more bunkered, uh, more about yeah. soaking uh, pressure. Uh, whoever <laughs> I, I remember complaining about Ola Kamara not doing enough. It didn't matter. Yeah, what Ola Kamara was doing, he was he was an ornament. He was he was just a ornament on. He was the single ornament on a tree. The ball was never going to come to him. Their chances of scoring was on a corner kick. But I don't believe. Do they have any corner kicks that game? They had a, they had a couple. I think. I think okay. I remember, so yeah. they had some chances in that respect, but. Who the Ford was did not matter. If Eric Sorger came on, it would not have mattered. Uh, uh, Gelson Rivas came on and stood there. He he tried to win a couple headers on long balls. That did not uh, that did not work out. He's very tall, so he's got that going for him. Uh, but yeah, well, Ted, let's talk about how uh, this game was uh, defensive to the largest extreme humanly possible. Yeah, and it's it's. 
it's indicative, I think, of a lot. I I don't. I, I see people, and 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 we have um Don um at SMC Ultra. Uh, tweeting out, this team is too good to play this conservatively, even with the injuries. Uh, he wants us to discuss this. A- and my response is, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this team is, is really all that good. Um, I, I So let's be clear. You know, Yamil Assad is not, is not a bum. He, he's probably, if he can get, once he gets fitness behind him, we're already seeing him sort of he at least— better. Yeah, he looks better. He looks more organized. Um, Abu has been, I think, the surprise. I, I really like his sort of ability to sort of play through pressure um, and his ability to sort of wit- keep the ball in possession and sort of, you know, find outlets uh, that, that other players I don't think can. Uh, Julian Gressel's not a bad player. He's a really good player. Uh, he's he's starting to maybe tune his service a little bit. Um, I think his service is starting to look a little better. Um, you know, Kamara, you know, despite having a really bad season right now, um, you know, I, I, he's not a bad player. He hasn't shown it this season, but, you know, th- these are not bad players. I think the problem with this team is that this is a team that's almost constructed like a boat where they have a whole lot of pieces that are good. They have, you know, a strong motor. They've got a nice interior. They've got all these things, but there's no steering and there's no rudder. There, there is no player. There's not an Acosta. There's not a Rooney. There is no one on this field who has shown any inkling. Well, there's been one player and I'll get to him in a second. Um, no guy who's willing to sort of be that leader. Who's going on in the attack, who is saying, okay, this is my, you know, here show, show He's going to show for the ball, make movements, play well and sort of um and sort of direct the offense at all. I think everybody is kind of looking at everybody else to sort of do that direction. Um and there's one guy out there who who when he comes on there's a noticeable difference in how this team plays and that's Federico Higuaín. Um and if Federico Higuaín was about 3 4 or 5 years younger, I think we'd be seeing a lot more from this team. Um so I I have sort of been brought to the side of this team needs that type of player. And that needs to be a third designated player, which, I mean, the team's saying, oh, yeah, we're going to look at a third designated player. Yeah, that's our plan, which pff, I'll believe it when <laughs> when it when it actually happens. But I, I just don't know if this team has any type of there, – there isn't there, – there's good players, but there's no – again, there's no direction. And that – and, and again, that's probably on coaching. And that's probably on Ben Olsen. That's probably on the front office. That's probably on a lot of things um, in that regard. Kevin Paredes is also a bright spot. Yeah, he is. Uh, he continues to be the player that fans can look at, and also Donovan Pines um, as players. We're like, all right, well, they're really absolutely showing that they can they can do what they're do what's asked of them. And, and Don- Donovan Pines is a real. I'm going to go and say Donovan Pines is an indictment. I think on on Ben, a major one, because he was sort of shoved to the side. They brought in um, Alex uh, Alex Shoreberg on a trade. And I think we were all, we had talked to that trade. We're like, I mean, this Donovan Pines, this might be it for Donovan. And he comes up, he gets his opportunity and he's showing really well. He's showing like he is improving and he is growing as a, as a defensive player. Uh, even Frederick Brilliant, everybody, he's the guy, everybody I think always pins up as the, okay, this is his, this is his last ride. Someone's going to no. got to come in and replace him. He was solid. He was yep. very solid in this game, um, and he look at the difference with him in. Look at the difference with him in the game with one ankle, versus performances without him playing. Uh, yeah. and, and a makeshift backline in other games like Philadelphia. I think also we were probably wrong. Schoberg was just a guy. I think Schoberg is just a literal dude um, yeah. for this team. 
last the last the last man to throw in the defensive line. So the Kofi Opare post the one season where he started, that's he's just the last guy. Um, so Pines is, uh, you know, Pines still continues to do things that make me slightly nervous. Not like Facundo Urban levels of <laughs> make me nervous, but like every game there'll be one opportunity where like oh, that was not the best clearance or that ball should not have bounced. But then he'll make three or four goal-saving tackles. Uh, so I don't like my defenders to be that exciting, uh, generally. <laughs> but uh, I think that I think you gotta you just gotta keep playing him. No matter I, I don't care yeah. if Burnbaum and Brianna are, are back. You've got to cycle them out and give him uh, as many minutes as possible. Not, don't kill him. Don't run him. Don't run him into the complete <laughs> ground. But uh, I, he's got to have at least half the starts for the rest of the season just to see what he's got. Continue this. Well, they got they got a week break now. They've got a. This is actually going to be a the full last week. scheduled game for now, right? Yeah, there's last no, they no haven't. Yet. MLS hasn't decided what they're going to do. I think they're still trying to figure out with the. Um, uh, with the corona, the coronavirus, and Canada, and <laughs> maybe Canada will just play it like just play only Canada teams, and that Toronto be becomes the, the Buffalo Buffalo Toronto FC. Yeah, That's probably the, the move. <laughs> oh no, they're they're all going to go to New York, Montreal, and like they're all going to go to Red Bull Arena. Everyone goes to Red Bull Arena. Yeah. Like nine teams just share. The, oh, it'd be hilarious. Yeah, I, I I could see a situation where Vancouver goes to Portland because that's pretty close geographically. And um, I could I see uh, I see Montreal and Toronto sharing New York. Vancouver to Seattle makes even more sense because they can almost probably see each other from each to their stadium. So that's correct, the- correct. I, I just think maybe there'll be like a choice as to who does you know who does what. Seattle might actually make more sense now that just from a bigger about, stadium perspective. Yeah. And but I mean, there's a question. although they're about to have another tenant, right? NFL's about to start, so yeah, the Seahawks are. That's the thing. I'm. I, I, <laughs> They're, they haven't made the schedule yet, but uh, the the quiet part of the sports calendar is now over. Yeah. Uh, so if you're if you're talking about uh, TV attention and media attention, you're you're done now. You don't you don't not going to have yeah. it anymore. So <laughs> schedule the games when you want. I wouldn't schedule them on Sundays. Yeah, it's uh, it, this is going to be. I, I guess we'll have to find. Hopefully, we, I think we'll find out. It would not surprise me if we find out like Wednesday of next week. The, what the schedule is and there's a week break and then we're back into right. it um it's just so, the way it is just to keep just to keep us rolling here and try to to to, to pin the show up when we want let's let's round it up here uh a disappointing uh the, the most disappointing draw it's yeah. a very unfortunate you're, you're you're pissed off when a draw happens i think uh cheyenne said something about uh you know being happy to get a draw and i think i tweeted something like if this is what it takes maybe i don't want it i don't know like particularly if this team isn't going to make a run in the playoffs like if we have to, if this is like, I understand that there's injuries and in the and in the lineup was what it was because of the injuries in a lot of ways. But like, if we're if we get a lot more of these, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if we're gonna make it. I don't know if we're all gonna if we're gonna handle it. Uh, we're gonna open the phone lines here too, so you can let us know if you uh, have any thoughts about this game. Uh, but uh, we did. Do we did we have a podcast after the Red Bulls game? Or did we just have a Instagram thing where we talked for? A I think minutes? we just had an Instagram thing. So, oh, yeah, I, that, I tried, there's I, not a lot to talk about there other than say Eric Sorga uh, <laughs> is the Lord and Savior of RFK refugees. Keep on. Uh, he's got to play more. If he plays, he scores. How 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 upsetting does it have to be a little bit maybe for Eric Sorga? He gets the goal. He gets the goal. The 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 winning goal for this team, and he is basically doesn't get a single minute in the next game. I would actually be very upset. And and even Ben was like, oh, it's kind of unfair on Eric, but pff, what are you going to do? Uh, that was his sort of response to that. So, I mean, that's – I don't think that's well, good. I understand, I understand you want to see Rivas, but when it's nil-nil, 
why not throw why not throw Rivas and Sorga out there? See who can do what. I mean, because because at that point that would that would have been a complete departure from the style. The forwards were incidental. Yeah, to the, to the game plan. Like it really, he didn't need to be out there because he wasn't going to be used. Fair. So, fair. and also his goal to deflection. I mean, I'm glad that he scored. It was great. I mean, he that took he a scored. shot. He, he, <laughs> he did something. Really need those. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a lucky goal. Yeah, let's be clear. But hey, but, it's it's good. Hey, even in bad years, it's always good to beat the Red Bulls. It is. Yeah, it's and fun. we're gonna get another chance too. Yep. Uh, and 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 we got their coach fired. So, <laughs> which Ted literally called in the chat. I think before before the game, he's like, if we win. Armist is going to lose. Our guy's going to get fired, and he did. Yeah, and the and the assistants. So, Teddy, you want to make any more bets? Who's who's their who's their uh, like interim coach? Can we get them fired as well? <laughs> I don't think you fire an interim coach. You just replace them with whoever you want. So second interim, somebody yeah. else. Uh, Ali Curtis will come back. Yeah, and take an on field position. Uh, uh, please feel feel free to call in, but I also want to make sure that we wrap up the rest of the goings on here in the in the DC area. Uh, Spirit played their first game. Uh, in the fall series, uh, the series which I am uh, coining the "It Doesn't Matter" series, yeah. uh, all of the <laughs> all of the NWSL players have left the series. Um, but we're gonna keep we're gonna we're gonna try to win games here. But uh, unfortunately, they did not. Uh, Sky Blue beat them two to one at at uh, at Segra Field. Uh, they did not look good for yeah. for much of the game. They looked very much like a team missing uh, some players, and they were missing <laughs> at least one. But they were actually missing. They were, they were missing know, more than that. They were missing a couple players. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of players in the center, particularly the center midfield part. I thought they looked completely overrun in that area, and I'm like, well, yes, because they are. All, basically, your entire first choice midfield was either injured, transferred, or just not in the lineup. Yeah. Uh, so that's unfortunate. Uh, Ifioma on Onumanu scored a no angle goal uh, that I I feel like Aubrey Bledsoe maybe should have maybe done better there, and Midgepurse scored. Uh, on an assist from Mallory Pugh after Mallory Pugh hit the post on a goal she should have scored. I made a tweet calling her Agent Pugh and thanking her for the miss and then immediately made me regret it uh, in the 90-something minute. Uh, Paige Nielsen scored a really nice penalty, very, very composed. Apparently, there was no plan for her to take a penalty. She was not even on the sheet of, like, on the list of who would take penalties, but she grabbed it because no one, no one stood up, which I love to see, and the fact that she did it so confidently definitely shows that she's played for before she's played all over the field before she came to uh, the spirit. So that that's good. They, they play again on uh, they play again on the 12th against Chicago. Uh, I think there's four games in total for the fall series. I don't I think there's like some sort of tournament after that, but I don't it doesn't it doesn't really matter. Uh, just just get through these games. Please. Nobody else get hurt. Uh, <laughs> Ashley Sanchez, please score a goal. Uh, that's that's sort of my that's sort of my main concern. Uh, also, Megan uh, Daughtery Howard, let's see how let's let's see what you got. Uh, Andy Sullivan apparently is rehabbing and getting somewhat close to being able to play. Uh, she should be ready for the ne- beginning of the next season, so that's fine. Uh, we still need some we need still some, need some more players. I think I think that they're watching the arms race right now in women's soccer, particularly in England, makes me think that this team needs to think about how they're going to be a little bit more competitive out there for for particularly up front um and maybe now in the midfield too yeah uh, you got any more about the spirit just you know it's 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 a team now that has to try to figure out how to play and how to how to win um i guess still no word on the kelly o'hara front whether that whether that's going down i think things have gone kind of quiet um, because I mean, really, their, because their team exploded yeah <laughs> yeah uh, that's also that's also very true i mean i i 
I think we're you know we're on we're on hold with NWSL. I think till I mean they're going to be games. Watch them, enjoy them. This team is now a, a a even more of a work in progress than they probably were heading into this year when they had um, Rose Lavelle. Um, yeah, I, I think this is. I think this is a twenty. This is let's. I think Richie Burke is like, all right, let's see what we can do in twenty twenty one. We're gonna try to win games, but but you know our goal is to see what we got, and we're gonna head into the next year with the draft. Uh, we've got you know at least two first round picks. We can maybe build build something else around that too. So um, I don't yeah, even I, mean, that, the, I don't even know how that's gonna work. How, how does that? How is like know. the draft gonna work? There's <laughs> an expansion draft too this year that they. Want oh to yeah, it's true. Sacramento that's is now in this year. Uh, I would be concerned about losing Andy Sullivan because her uh, husband plays for the Republic and they live in Sacramento in uh, in the offseason. So something to think about there. Usually uh, those things happen. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever those things can happen, particularly in NWSL and even to some degree in MLS, but more in NWSL, they happen. Uh, so keep an eye out on that. Uh, Loud United played again, lost again. Uh, it's, a, it's a rough season over there for Ryan Martin's boys. Uh, they certainly are trying uh, they're they're on. They're not going to get any reinforcements from DC United for the entire season. That seems pretty much certain. Yeah, uh, and they're just conceding goals just in all sorts of different ways. The defense is not is not able to keep uh, goals out of the net. And Pittsburgh is they lost to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is, is unfair. Pittsburgh, if there was if if there's a team that makes a promotion relegation argument in USL, Pittsburgh makes that argument that they should probably they could probably beat DC United. I would say. <laughs> Entirely possible. I think a lot of teams could be DC United right now. True, but yeah, true. But I'm just saying they're very good. Uh, I think the kicker. I think the kickers would give DC a game right now. To be honest, oh, slide that in there. Hartford also an unfair uh, USL team that is uh, that. They, unfortunately, they drew a group with two of the best teams in USL, and they're just slapping the hell out of them. Unfortunately, yeah. now they're going to get to play some of the uh, MLS two t- MLS two sides. They're playing Philly Union two on. The twelfth, they got him in the sixteenth game. Yeah, uh, they could win that game. They should win that game. Uh, both New York Red Bull two and Philly Union two. Philly Union two specifically are very bad, so it would be good for them. They're one five and two so far. Uh, Simon Lefebvre is now. It looks to be about the starting goalkeeper. Uh, he's just. It's not his fault. They're just shipping goals all over the place. Uh, Ted DiPietro has is no longer starting. He's coming off the bench a lot, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Elvis Amo continues to be probably the best player for Loudon scoring goals uh, and getting yellow cards just at a ridiculous pace. That is not fair, uh, but just seems to happen. I'm trying to think of anything else to really draw. Cootie Piedra did start the Pittsburgh game, but on and off has been off the field. Josh Fawole has scored uh, uh, this week. He scored, in his, he scored his first goal. You'll remember him. He was the other player drafted uh, by DC United uh, along with Simon Lefebvre. So, uh, keep watching Loudon. Keep on uh, cheering for them. The, you can now go to games uh, and be extremely socially distanced because they're not letting very many people in. So give that a shot if you if you'd like to. But uh, it's a tough year. It's a tough year for Loudon. If there's if there's ever a lost season uh, for Loudon, it would it, it, it is this one. It's a lo- it's a lost season from many perspectives. The fact that you know they they've any momentum they had last year was lost because they haven't had been able to have games with many fans. Um, it's a lost season all around. Who's Nyman starting every game would have been beneficial for them and would probably help their defense. Yeah. Unfortunately, it, he is playing two minutes a week for DC United. Yeah. Uh, no. But Moses Nyman out there for DC would be I mean, for Loudon getting any minutes right now would be good for him. And it's really, it, it's kind of sad that this is a lot. I think a lost year development for, for that type of player uh, yep. and for, for some other guys as well. Griffin, Griffin Yow, especially. Um, 
I think it's it's kind of a lost year for him as well. I think he could have used some minutes down at down at Loudon uh, to to sort of get fit. He's gotten some well, minutes no, in DC, but I mean, it hasn't been anything to write not enough to write home not enough for a team that isn't scoring goals and is uh, in tenth place. So maybe you get him on the field more if you can. Moses Nyman is one more injury away from being a starter. So uh, the way this thing goes for DC United players, wait your chance, and you may have an opportunity. A quick quick question: Do you think it? it with what Bill Hamid is saying, if, if if he is upset about the direction of the team, do you think he would have enough clout where he could actually force force a change in some capacity, either no. new coach, anything like that? Nope, because that's a money change. Yeah, to do that, I think that there's, I think that they're much more inclined to look at this as an opportunity to cash in on an asset. That's a shame because I mean, that's, I, I think I think that I, I don't see player power here at all, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah and I if think there that's was. Just, if there was, I think something would have happened already now. Yeah, for this, <sighs> it's down. Maybe everybody. Not. You know, we could re- we're, we could be reading way into this here. Ben could be starting next. next our Bill could be starting against New York. It's entirely possible. Um, I it's, would if it. I would. It's a lot put, of smoke, though. I, I I would put money on him starting next week. I, I oh. would. I, I would actually say I think he will take the field. And I, I don't. I don't. Right. I'm it's not, a five dollar bet. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that anything is. Anything is. Um, Anything's out of the equation right now that he could not that 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 it, this isn't real or this isn't real. But I could I could see him trying to get a trade, nothing happening, and the team's like, "Look, you can either play or you know we're going to sit you on the bench." And he might be like, "All right, I'll play." All right, yeah. So five dollar bet. You heard it here. You heard it here first. I have five dollars on Chris Seitz. Uh, he of the back to back clean sheet team of the week uh, on the bench appearance, and uh, Ted has uh, the guy who is removing the team from his Twitter bio. And faving all of the negative tweets as uh, starting against the Red Bull. So five dollars, keep keep them honest, folks. I, I just feel like it's 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 I I am not I will I will pay five bucks if I'm wrong, and I might be wrong, but I'm just saying I just something tells me that eventually he's going to be like, well, I need to get minutes, otherwise, you know, people aren't going to want to, you know, no one's going to get to see what I have what I have to give. So I, I think he could see him, you know, get some minutes, or they're like, you know see out the season and let's talk. But really, really a shame, I, I think, from a DC perspective because he just signed a new contract this year, mm-hmm. which feels like a decade ago. And, 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 and Well, that means I'll actually get something from him if he is able, if, if he is able to secure a move for a change. Yeah. Uh, the rare occasion where DC actually cashes in on an asset. Yeah. But anyway, that's the dark side. That's the, that's the negative times. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we're just reading the tea leaves wrong and, and he's, uh, he's our starting goalie. Because every other goalie that's played aside from him has been absolute trash for as long as I've been a DC United fan. So yeah. let's hope. It's bad, folks. Lewis Creighton. It's with, bad. With Lewis Creighton. It's bad. This is this is a low point for DC for sure. And and you know I I've been a broken record about a lot of things that are wrong right now. And and it's it's just what are you going to do right now? We we got to move on at some point. So all right, y'all. I think that's going to do it for this week. Twitter.com/slash/harfyrefugees. Get your rage, your rage tweets in. Um, I think we covered most of your questions on that show, so that's a great way to get it in. You can email us too, rfprefugees at gmail.com. We haven't gotten emails, I think, in forever, or maybe they're there and we just haven't. No, I'm checking. We don't. It's not. It's not getting <laughs> in. Send us an email. Send us. Send us a. Yeah, send a us a long, a long. A, uh, spend us a nice yarn, a nice story um, about about DC and, and you're being upset. We'll we'll, we'll probably read it. Uh, Facebook.com rfprefugees podcast. Obviously, donate to our Patreon page. Remember. We we have access now, and if if, 50, if we get 50, 50 Patreon donations, 
You can just <laughs> give a dollar for this month, and John will ask Ben about Bill Hamid, and you'll probably get and he will, and he will verbally assault me, and it will, and it will, it will wreck me to my core. But I'll have said I was going to do it, <laughs> so I'll have to do it. Uh, yeah, that'll guys. be the last, and then they will pull my 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 Zoom credential, and I'll be banned from the room forever. But it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. All right, y'all. We'll catch y'all later. Vamos. Vamos. Vamos.